This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nos. Good morning. Uh, we are doing the Uddhav Gita. Now this is uh, chapter nine. We had done till verse twelve. We are going to do from verse thirteen onwards. Uh, last week we were doing something about what is called as sense objects and how a person gets attached to the sense objects, and it was given in detail explained. Now this week we are going to talk about how Krishna looks at his devotees. So Krishna is giving an explanation to Uddhava. So we are going to continue from verse thirteen onwards of the Uddhava Gita. This is chapter nine, Uddhav Gita, last message of Sri Krishna, verse thirteen. To the man who craves for nothing, who has subdued his senses and mind, who is even-minded to all and is satisfied with me, all the quarters are full of bliss. Krishna is describing his perfect devotee over here. now how is the perfect devotee supposed to be he craves for nothing we go to god to temples churches and various other places to the gurus also of course and we say can i get this can i get this can i get this and can i get this so we go with a list of demands and these demands are because of our desires now the desire could be absolutely zero you know like you can say very minimalistic the desire could be that you know i just need to keep my family safe it is still a desire think about it if you have say to three children do you think one of your sons will come and tell you dad i want you to keep me safe doesn't that sound stupid any which way the dad is going to keep everybody together it is a known fact so there is no point in asking this question it's a stupid question but human beings have this great thinking that i have to go and ask the asks are going to be the cause of the desires and the desires are going to be detrimental in becoming a devotee see you may say i you know it is very important that i have to tell krishna that i need this thing. you are talking to an all knowing person okay why does he have to look at you and say okay what do you need what do you need what do you need it is not important what is needed is given is offered let us say without asking also you have to know this word without asking it is given somebody now in today's day and age it's a very very crucial situation worldwide you know that people may lose their jobs 
there will be no income anywhere the markets are crashing the companies are closing down people are becoming jobless everybody is going into very very heavy debts worldwide the phenomena is such it has crossed even the limits of 2008 problem and it is mentioned that it can be more severe than the recession there was a recession way back in the 1900s and it could be worse than that everybody is talking about that now at such point in time everybody has got fear and the fear is about losing job money no money so on and so forth at such point in time you imagine everybody is going to push their petition ahead you know mine 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 what are you talking about there is no need everybody is safe like i said last time when we were doing the satsang he anticipates what is needed and gives it beforehand krishna's way of working is very very unique he has already created the demand which is there he has already created the solution before he has put forward that problem actually it is not a problem so the desire to get out of it is called fear the fear is the root cause of all most of our problems how does this fear affect a person you know that there are some 27000 people which are dead today in that corona virus issue isn't it there are millions of people now who might get affected so the fear factors are rising every single hour there are health bulletins being issued so as the health bulletin is issued the fear starts rising they will say even the prime minister of england the health minister he also got affected nobody is left you see even the great and the mighty can get affected of course anybody can get affected but is it not important to stay safe you don't have to mix around you don't have to do take, take those precautions that are necessary In the same way he has created these precautions also he has said that don't do this you see way back in time there was the hiv aids issue the needles and unprotected sex was going on you know one needle is being stuck by another and so on and so forth that was causing this problem and the answer was very simple don't do that take some precautions in today's day and age the precautions are more severe than the previous ones earlier it was just a needle and some other contact but today it is going through the air so we are advising 5 feet distances you understand it's a precaution 
Now, if you have taken precaution, naturally you are going to be safe. Then why fear? Again, your job. The whole idea of going to work in an enclosed space is completely ruled out now. There are companies which are operating in remote places from everybody's house. You know, you are in your own cocooned room where you are sitting in front of a laptop. The Zoom is on, the Google is on, the Microsoft uh, you know, Skype is on and so on. Everything is going on. You don't have to physically meet a person. Things are getting done. So wasn't the world already prepared for that? So in the same way, think, those who have a job, you better keep it safe and secure. Stay where you are. Those who have some money, keep it as safe as possible. It's already provided you for that. There are certain things in the pipeline which people really don't understand. Sometimes we say hut, hut karna. What do you mean by hut karna in English? Somebody who, you know, like a child who keeps on, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. You know those kind of children that are there. There are people in this world who will keep on insisting that I want. They are worse than children, small kids. What is the father supposed to do? What is Krishna supposed to do in such circumstances? You see, understand one thing. It is out of frustration that he may give. But it is not given with love. Somebody who keeps on asking for something and the person is given that, it is called tamasic desire. A sattvic desire is not that problematic. Tamasic desire is when there are threats, when there are, you know, you keep on insisting on certain things. At that time, Krishna says, okay, take. But do you think that desire is good? No, it is not good. Everything happens in the right time. The God's clock works perfectly. Please understand this. Krishna's clock works perfectly. He is already provided for things. And if you still have doubt, then you are not a devotee. There are some average human being who has absolutely no clue about how Krishna works. So here he says, to the man who craves for nothing, you need not crave for anything. Whatever that your desire is, will get fulfilled. You don't even have to open your mouth and say, It is not necessary. Who has subdued his senses and mind. To subdue one's senses and mind is the toughest thing. A devotee can subdue his senses and mind completely. An average person has no idea what he is doing. The mind is always running out. Keeps on telling lot of nonsensical stuff. You know Maya how it works. Oh my God, this virus is there in the air. Things are going to happen. My neighbor, you know, he got it. If he's got it, then I will also get. That is called the stupidity. It is not required. 
Why is your mind overreacting? So you have to stay out of this overreaction. Alright? Uh, overreaction is not necessary. Don't dwell in the mind. Sometimes certain things happen in this world so that you are led towards that object. Krishna leads you towards that objective by creating situations for you. People have this thinking that uh, today, you see, there are problems in China. I will leave China and I will go away to Australia where I belong. So I will not get the virus. In India, there are people in Delhi and Mumbai and all these places, they are thinking, you know, you see, what I will do is I will walk to my village so that the virus doesn't catch up with me. You see, the, the virus doesn't need to walk. It flies. So you understand, it might have reached your village before you have reached it also. So there is no, no issue as I try to say, you know, I'll reach over there. You know the number one nation today which has got affected? The one which parties the most? United States of America. The most number of cases are today in the United States. For what? The reasons are understood. There is too much of mixing around. There are too many people trying to come together and come up with their own you know, understanding. It is not correct. Italy, the maximum number of deaths. Why are there maximum number of deaths? People don't want to follow the law. They don't want to understand it. So do you get the point? This idea called the senses and the mind has to be overcome. Overcoming is important. Don't run after your senses. What are the senses? Senses are, you know, the five organs of senses and the five organs of action. The last virus was because of the action. Remember action. A lot of wrong action was done with wrong kinds of... Yes. And this time the problem is connected to the element called air. <laughs> if you can think about it, the air, it passes through the air in the lungs. And in the lungs it multiplies. And then it goes into the bloodstream and so on and so forth. Why? You don't have to be close to those you know, people. Now, there are solutions which Krishna has already offered. I was a small you know, idea about a new company which I heard about. I mean, I did not know that this company existed. It is called Luckin. L-U-C-K-I-N. Luckin. How many people have heard about this company called Luckin? Hardly anybody has heard. At least in India, nobody has heard. There is a company in America which is very big. It is called Starbucks. Have you heard of Starbucks? Starbucks. Lot of bucks there. 
so starbucks is more connected to i got to be seen sitting in starbucks and enjoying their free wifi they have one coffee and sit there for 2 hours and 3 hours and they charge the earth for that and people love to be seen i need to have a meeting in starbucks what are you talking about so this chinese company they came up with a concept okay this is a very beautiful story this company called luckin what they did was they created a small app in the phone and they said that we will deliver your same coffee wherever you are so you are going to work we will deliver it right where you are going you know and it is going to come piping hot now what they did 4 years ago by the way this happened in 2014 or 15 what these guys did was they started collecting data from people so whoever connected on their app they were able to zero on to the location where the most orders were coming from and there they put up their shop they did not go the other way round you don't have to waste time sitting over there on a free wifi and trying to talk to people how people like to waste their time over there you see chinese are very hard working people so they say you know while walking to work take the coffee and go don't sit in a starbucks trying to have meetings go and work so these guys lakin they were able to set up more than 4500 outlets in china in 4 years time starbucks which came earlier than them are having 4200 now this was a report i saw yesterday and i was really surprised because here you are not coming in contact with covid sir you are not sitting in a stupid place trying to drink coffee for 3 hours because all the free guys you know they want to come and sit over there they'll have one coffee and sit there for 3 hours these people are going somewhere you can take the coffee on the go and it is hot and these people set up their outlets in such kind of very heavy density locations so it's a brilliant idea i think and very soon they will overtake united states because they are already in the new york stock exchange they are already there so you know how soon they will take over that place do you get what i'm saying senses they get affected so the idea that i need to sit in one place and enjoy my coffee is waste of time if you are a rajasik person who is supposed to go to work go to work don't sit in one place so today what is what is the what is happening around will clearly tell you that it is moving in that direction you don't have to go and sit somewhere outside you can have the same coffee in your house right and there is this there are these people called lakin who might be delivering to india also very shortly they are coming to india india is one of the target markets to them yeah before that you may come with your coffee who knows you know shiva coffee or something like that ha ah, it it can happen <laughs> after all your experiences so i hope you understood the person who is not going to be 
affected by senses or mind is my devotee. Second thing. So first one was one who craves for nothing, no desires whatsoever. Second, the guy who doesn't get involved with the senses and the mind is my devotee. Who is even-minded to all. You see, human beings don't want to be even-minded to all. They categorize people as, this is my person, that is my enemy. This person is very close to me, is my friend, you know, I got to be nice to this person. And that is my enemy, I hate that person, I don't like it, I want to kick that person in the ass. What are you talking about? Krishna doesn't like this kind of people. Any person who has this disconnect level, where they have likes and hates and this and that, Please understand, is the most dissatisfied person on earth. It is not required to be a devotee of Krishna. He has to see everything in an even-minded way. You should never get disturbed. Your enemy and your friend are one and the same. Who do you think has created these people? Are they not children of God? They are. Why do you think they have created this? You see, if there is no creation like this, how will you understand good in this world? Isn't it? The creation of the devil on one side and God on one side. It is said that you should avoid the devil and go towards the God. I mean, it's, it's a kind of an understanding. Common sense will tell you, take the good stuff, not the bad stuff. Right? And in that last 20 minutes of explanation, this is exactly what I said to you. Take the good stuff, not the bad stuff. So the good stuff is what? Be good to everybody. Be nice to everybody. There are no enemies. God has put these people for your development and growth only. So if you have a boss who is the worst character on earth, please understand he is there because he wants you to become greater than your boss. But you see, human beings have this tendency. Human beings of crass level, they have this tendency. They will say, oh, that person has been kept so that I can get crushed under. You know, God is very bad. He is trying to put these big uh, stupid people in ahead of me so that, you know, I, I will get totally crushed. They will all kill me. They will all murder me. They will make me miserable. No. You see, obstacles are put in your path so that you can rise above. Obstacles are never put in your path so that you go down. Did you understand this? There are going to be thousand and one obstacles. Why? The more the obstacles you are able to overcome, the greater you become. So have equanimity of mind with everybody. Don't treat people like enemies and friends. There are no friends and there are no enemies in this world. So Krishna only takes them close who have equanimity in their mind. And they look at everybody in equal eye. And is satisfied by me. Whatever Krishna gives, I am satisfied by it. Sometimes Krishna gives just 100 rupees. Sometimes he may give you a million Sometimes he may not give you anything at all. You are just, you know, nobody. At such point in time, how much are you satisfied with Krishna? If you don't get, you are dissatisfied. 
If you get, you are not even bothered. You won't even say Krishna has given me. Oh, you know, I deserved it. So Krishna is looking at it. He says, don't say these words. Don't show dissatisfaction. Get satisfied with what you get. And don't worry. You are my son. You are my daughter. I will make you the greatest in the world. But first overcome this problem. You want to be my devotee. These are the criteria. And I have given this criteria over here clearly. Got it? From today onwards, I am going to extend the satsang for another 15 more minutes. Alright? So I will end at 7.30 instead of 7.15 which I normally do. Why? Because you have enough time in hand. You understand, no? A coronavirus is giving you extra time. Don't go there. Okay. So we are going to do verse uh, chapter 9. Uddhav Gita verse 14. Neither the position of Brahma nor that of Indra. Neither suzerainty over the rulership of the nether regions. Neither powers that come through yoga nor liberation. The man who has surrendered his mind unto me desires nothing else but me. You see, in this verse Krishna is saying, A person who is in the material world, he has desires of different, different kinds. The highest desire is, I want to become Brahmaji so that I can be the production department head. Mula, I want to be Brahmaji because I can produce anything in this world. Or he says Indra. Indra is the king of gods by the way, you know, no? He has everybody, Ramba, Urvashi, all the musicians, everybody and full enjoyment, complete. Well, some sometimes a person says, can I have the enjoyment please? <laughs> sometimes some people will say, I want to rule this world by means of, I want to be the greatest manufacturer, producer, this, that. Or he says, the rulership of the nether worlds means what? Don't worry, I'm going to be the king of hell. <laughs> you see, there are different hells. Okay. Yeah. Most of the hells serve most of the, you know, good cheese, of course, available over there. Good wine, yeah, it, that is also available. But first you have to go through hell. Then you get all that. I hope you understand the joke. <laughs> so sometimes people say that, you know, <laughs> I want to be the king of hell. So these are positions. Then he says, the nether regions and powers. I want power over people. I should be able to control the mind of people. There are lots of people who can control the mind. Okay. <laughs> so there, or he says, the power that comes through yoga. You know, every place nowadays, okay, this is a fad going on. Coronavirus has created greater fad. Yoga online. Everybody does yoga. All the heroines also, you know, they are also doing different, different kinds of exercises online. First, you are in your house. You don't have to wear such skimpy clothes, okay? I don't know why you all are doing all that. 
yeah of course you will get more instagram likes and all those kind of thing of course followers are going to increase maybe you will get some income also but they are doing yoga what kind of yoga i don't know but krishna says okay if you are following the path of yoga or the path of liberation self realization remember that no so if this is your demand you know i want to do yoga and i want to reach this destination called i want to become the greatest yogi in the world and then i want to have all the powers in the world you see i have these astrasiddhis they are in my pocket i can do like this and i can create something huh? so <laughs> so these powers come because of these yogic activities so he says that or liberation he says i don't care for people who ask for this krishna is very clear those who are going to ask me for liberation or those who are going to ask me for the the powers which arises out of yoga it's a very common understood fact that if you do yoga you will get powers all right or if you want to become brahma ji or you want to be the king of hell all these things if you are going to have these desires then sorry boss i don't have any place for you <laughs> what do you need to have he says only the one who has surrendered the mind and desires unto me the only thing that you have in your mind is me 24 bar 7 and you have surrendered your mind to me you see desire is one thing mind is another desire is very simple desires can be met i want to have a nice cup of tea just now hot is a desire you can have it mind i wish this place satsang gets over fast you know i can go and have a cup of tea so boring i got a headache just now listening to his satsang he says talks the same thing every time i have to talk the same thing every time because it doesn't go into that blockhead of yours okay the mind is always stopping stop 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 i don't want to hear so i have to say so mind is going to tell you all these things all right it's going to tell you he's become so hot you know he's very hot in india oh he's become so cold the ac is freezing me this is called mind talk okay uh, let me switch off this window you know why because otherwise people will see me what i am doing Okay, I just want to lie down for some time, fifteen minutes, and can I? I just want to hear him drone. It puts me to sleep very nicely. My satsangs put everybody to sleep. I mean, just imagine this is called mind talk, chatter, chatter, chatter. So he says, Krishna says very clearly, yes, if you have mind talk going on, or if you have some desires, or if you have some things which are happening in this world. then you are not my devotee all right your desire should be me alone me all right your desire should be krishna alone and your mind should be completely sublimated at my feet become a complete slave at my feet this is a very difficult thing to achieve i will tell you what this is you see if you have become one with krishna if your mind has become one with krishna krishna takes over your mind it takes over your mind because remember there is a verse in the bhagavad gita where he says i am the mind 
So he takes over the mind and then he gives you exactly those things which you are supposed to do in this world. He will put you on the track, the right track. But first you surrender the mind to him. You see, an example in this world, everybody, everybody in this world wants to have that quarantine kind of a situation, isn't it? So they want these quarantine beds and places and such kind of a stuff. Everybody is putting millions and millions of dollars into it. From uh, Bill Gates to even the smallest of the guys. They are saying, I will spend this on this, on this, on this. There was one guy who nowadays lives in Singapore. Okay, he's got a penthouse and all that great guy. And he, they, the government said to him, can you make something like this? Give me 10 days. And in 10 days, he came up with this thing. And believe me, he has already come up with it. And he says, I can manufacture it. Dyson, his name is. Dyson. You have heard of the Dyson fans, no? Hmm? Vacuum cleaners, fans and all. So this is the same guy, Dyson. He came up with the answer. Very fast. He's not waiting for this thing to happen. So he came up with the answer. And when he came up with this answer, the government says, Oh, we don't have the money to buy those things. <laughs> how strange, how funny can that be? Okay, so now all you Bill Gates and all everybody, please give the money to the government so that they can buy those beds and whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so imagine, imagine Dyson's mind is getting used by Krishna to make these kind of isolation beds and stuff like that. Think like that. If you surrender your mind to Krishna, he will make it a point to give you those thoughts which will make him. He has kept you in this world for some reason, isn't it? Why are you here in this world? Not to waste your time. You are here in this world to do his job. Like everybody is in the company to do some job, isn't it? You have been appointed by the company to do job. Likewise, Krishna has appointed you to do some job. So he will take over your mind and give you all the ideas that are needed so that you can grow in your world. So that you become the best tool in his hands. This is what he is asking for. He says, surrender your mind and desires to me. You only desire me. Keep your mind at my feet. I will use your mind for the bet for the betterment of this world. And you have only this thing in you. That's it. So we move to the next verse. This is chapter 9 from the Uddhav Gita, verse 15. Neither Brahma, nor Shiva, nor Balrama, nor Lakshmi, nor my own form is so very dear to me as you. Now this is an endorsement. Please understand what he is saying. He says, even my firstborn, you see, Brahmaji, okay, Shiva, who is my alter ego, nor Balrama, again another alter ego, nor Lakshmi, his wife, nor my own form, none of this is as dear to me as you. You are my devotee and I am going to be devoted to you. So 
I keep you at number one place and then everybody else comes in line. You got what I'm saying? So, a poem which, you know, in which Narada has gone to visit Krishna. I've said this story before, but listen to it. So, when he goes to visit Krishna, Rukmini is sitting over there. So, he asks, where is Krishna? So, Rukmini tells him, you know, he has gone to pray. So, he says, he is the master of this universe. Why does Krishna have to go and pray? I mean, first, who is he going to pray to? So, when Krishna comes, he asks him the question, so, whom were you praying to? He says, I pray to my devotees. You understand? So, please understand one thing. If you are devotee of Krishna, he is praying to you. You know what he is praying to? Baba, mere, please, mera kaam kar dena thoda sa. In Hindi, I said these words, okay? But <laughs> just imagine, Krishna is saying, please, my devotee, just do the work which I have entrusted to you. <laughs> it's a joke, but understand that Krishna is hoping that you will be the best devotee to him and be a good tool. So he is praying to you. He is not going to pray to Brahma Ji and say, Brahma Ji, what is the production figures? Kya hai? He doesn't go and ask the production figures to Brahma Ji or Shiva. He is not, how many did we kill today? He doesn't go and ask Shiva all these questions. <laughs> so, did you get that? Or to Lakshmi, how exchange of exchange Abhi Just imagine he is going to the NYSE mein cast for rate. Hai. <laughs> he doesn't have to bother about these things. Do you get what I'm saying? He is bothered about whether you are doing your job properly or no. So if you are the devotee of God, if you are devotee of Krishna, the one thing which he prays to you is, you be a good tool. Just do what you have been brought in this world to do. And don't keep on denying me constantly. I don't want to do, I don't want to do, I don't want to do. This is so difficult, you know. You see, any person who says these words, he feels sad for it, you know. Think about it. What is he saying? I want you to do this thing for me. Why is he saying these words? Because he knows the capability of the person. He has already given that capability to him. Did I not tell you that before he creates this kind of a corona, he has already done something beforehand. Right? He has created solution before he has created the problem. In our world, we first create the problem and then look for solution. In his world, he has already created the solution and then he says, okay, this is a problem, go solve it. It is called empowerment. When Krishna prays to you, the devotee, he is empowering you, telling you, you are the most responsible person here and you are highly capable. Can you do this? I pray to you, you be the best tool in this world. That is the prayer of Krishna. Got it? So Krishna always thinks that you got to do your job to the T, perfectly. Because you already have the capability in you. Got it? Alright. Now, 
in continuation to verse 15 there is a verse 16 which says if you want so this is chapter 9 verse 16 from the Uddhav Gita with a view to purifying myself by the dust of his feet I always follow the sage who cares for nothing is calm bears enmity to none and is even minded Krishna does this to all the great devotees of his we were talking about devotion remember this everything that I have spoken in the last couple of weeks was everything to do with who is the devotee of Krishna if you are the devotee of Krishna he will come and touch your feet he says with a view of purifying myself Krishna says when I touch the feet of my devotee I am purifying myself Krishna purifies himself by taking the dust of his feet. Now think about it. I just now told you a story of Narada when he comes to visit Krishna. Do you know what happens over there? You see immediately when Narada sees Krishna he says Narayana Narayana Krishna Krishna like that. And what does Krishna do? Krishna goes and touches the feet of Narada. Can you imagine this scene? Krishna touches the feet of his devotees. If he were to come today in this world, he will go and touch the feet of Ramakrishna, Paramahansa, Sai Babas and all the great people in this world. You know why? Because that is the humility he shows to people. He says, I am humble. Please understand, I, I show you by example. When I show this example to you, you will follow my example. Then you will have no ego to touch anybody's feet. People have arrogance in their life. They feel that to touch somebody's feet is like, oh my God, how can I do that? In India, we touch the feet. Is there any country in this world where they touch the feet of anybody? No, they don't. We don't go inside the temple with our chapels or with our shoes. In our temples, our, our slippers and shoes and everything is lying outside. We do namaskar and bow down our head. This is a respect given. Yo, dude! Hi, how are you? There is no respect in that. There is absolutely no respect. Good morning, good evening, good night. What is this good night, good evening and good night and all that? It's nothing. There is no respect in that. You say it out of, ah, I just have to got to say it. That's why I say it. No. Respect is when you touch the feet. Respect is when you do the namaskar and bow down your head. And Krishna teaches this by example. He touches the feet of his devotees first. And why does he touch the feet? Because he says it purifies me. Now remember these words very carefully. How do the rivers and places of, you see, 
holy places get purified. Do you know that? When you go to Tirupati, when you go to Kanjivaram, when you go to Varanasi, when you go to any of these places in India, you think it's a holy place and that's why you go, isn't it? You go to great temples in India. You go to the temples because you think those places are very, very great. No. When the sages, when the devotee, see this is what he says, when the devotee comes to my place, comes to these temples, he is purifying that place. What did I say? When the devotee of mine visits my temples, it could be any temple, he is purifying that place. Likewise, when the devotee touches the river water or whatever that is, you know, like say Ganga or Yamuna, Saraswati, whichever river that is there in India, whether it is Kaveri, whether it is Godavari, when the sage touches his feet in the water, the water gets purified and that is the time it becomes divine. So please understand this. When I was sitting for five days in the river, next to the river bank in Haridwar, a person came next to me and a dog. I was lost in my own world. He came next to me, he sat on the right hand side and the river was flowing right to left. The river was flowing right to left. He sat next to me about three or four feet away and the dog was there. And what did this person do? He was wearing chapels, you know, footwear. And the footwear was full of shit on it. It was dipped in shit, you know, literally. So what did he do? He dipped it in the river, Ganga. And he was washing those things. And that entire water was flowing on me. I should have felt revulsion, isn't it? On the contrary, I saw the greatness of this person. And I said, here is a saint or a sage who is washing his footwear or his feet. And there, there is a dog who is also come to take a little water. They are washing their feet. They are washing their footwear. And that water is flowing over me. I am getting purified. And I am not joking. This is the exact thought that I had at that moment in time. I said, I feel purified because this water is flowing over me. I sat in that cold water for quite some time. Throughout the day, by the way. And this is what happens in the temples and in the holy places. The holy place is not a holy place because of some murti over there or something like that. No, the holy place becomes holy only because the sages visit that place. They leave behind their astitva, their essence over there. And that is why it becomes holy, not because of any other purpose, not because of any other thing. If you do puja to that statue over there, it has nothing in it. Let me assure you this much. But when you bow down to the sages 
you are doing exactly what Krishna has done. So when person bows down to the sages, the saints and the gurus, you are getting far greater, far greater punya in your life. Then if you go to any temple or if you go and stand in front of any statue, please remember this. And that is what Krishna is saying. He always follows the sages who cares for nothing. If there is a sage who is caring for his clothes, the way he sits, the way he behaves, the way he goes. You know, there were sages who used to have uh, Rolls Royces. I don't think that is a sage which Krishna would love. Please understand one thing. He doesn't care for those kind of things. He says, I want to see a sage who has nothing on him. Who is behaving exactly like a sage, not like some great politician or some great rich man. No. He says, only the person who cares for nothing and is calm and has enmity to none. Most of the people who are supposedly sages in India have political leanings. Sages don't have political leanings because they know this whole world is Maya's creation. So they don't get involved in anything. They don't get involved in all these problems that are cropping up in this world. Okay? They don't, they, they don't create any abhyans in this world. Have you ever heard of Sai Baba creating some abhyan in this world? Okay? Clean Shirdi. You think that is what he did? Tailanga Swami who lived for 350 years in the Ganga near Ganga river absolutely over there. Did he say clean Ganga abhyan? The sages don't involve themselves in these kind of activities. Please understand this. That is an activity connected to the material worldly. Krishna has created these people in this world who are going to clean the waters. Don't worry. The sage's job is not to indulge in all these nonsensical things. His job is not to keep on creating, you know, institutions and this and that. No, no institutions are to be created by sages. The sage's job is only to be lost in the Lord. Remember the previous verse? He says, only the one who is completely surrendered his mind, his senses to me, that is a sage. If a sage indulges in any of these nonsensical activities, he is not a sage. So he says, he has enmity to none, which means he is not indulging in anything. Good friends or relations or this or enemies and no, no, no. He's not saying anything like that. And he's even-minded in anything. In this whole world, he's an even-minded person. He is not somebody who gets swayed because something is happening. A sage is not supposed to get upset when somebody is treating badly or somebody is being treated nicely. He's not supposed to say, oh, you're doing a great job. He's not supposed to do all those kind of things. Is supposed to be sitting in peace, lost in the self. And if that is the job which God has given to him, then he is supposed to do only that job. A sage is given a specific kind of a job. Specific. What is the job of a sage? The answer is very simple. To increase the devotion to Krishna. 
Isn't that what a sage is supposed to do? The sage's job is to bring people towards Krishna and make them do the work which he is programmed them to do. So if everybody is programmed to do certain kind of job, when the sages bring these people to Krishna, they are doing their job, then the person who is joining is doing his job. Got the answer? So the sage is not supposed to indulge in anything other than teaching. The sage only teaches. Krishna came in this material world like a king. And what did he leave behind? Think about it. What is it that he left behind? His Leelas, Bhagavad Gita, Uddhava Gita, Anu Gita. Gitas are nothing but teachings of his. Isn't that what he left behind? Sai Baba left his teachings behind. Ramakrishna Paramahansa left his teachings behind. Everybody who is a great devotee of God, think what they did. Kabir, all those beautiful poems that he left behind. Mirabai, her bhajans. Right? Tukaram Maharaj, the beautiful poems that he wrote. You look at all these great people and you will understand the truth. The truth in this world is they are supposed to just leave behind their teachings. Period. Nothing beyond that. Bhajans, Kirtans and teachings. Remember, he is not said leave behind yoga. Yoga sanas or something. Has he said that? No. There are special people who are meant for that purposes. There are gyms. You know gyms, you know, where you go and become strong. Yeah. So there are trainers over there. So he's going to say, okay, now you do this job. There are yoga studios. Yes, you can go to yoga studio also. There are some nice people over there. You can go and watch them. That's what he does. But for a sage, the job is only to teach. So whether it is Chinmayananda or Sivananda or any of the great sages, their job is only to teach. That's it. So he says, you have to become even-minded. So the, this is the verse we will stop at. He says, I touch the feet of my devotees. And I take the dust from their feet and I follow the sage. Like you have following on Facebook and all these places. He follows them. He must be having his own Facebook and Twitter upstairs over there. Follow, follow. So Krishna does all that. Or who is the sage? Somebody. What is the following? Somebody who is cares for nothing. No publicity also. Nothing. He doesn't care for anything. He is calm. Bears enmity to none and is even-minded. Only such kind of a person is called the devotee of Krishna. I hope you understood. And I think you need to qualify for that. So I will stop over here. Alright. And I will see you all tomorrow. And for those who have thought that I will take only 45 hours. <laughs> please pardon me for that. Thank you. Have a very great day. Bye.